What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And I know you guys should have known that when this list was released, this episode was going to be following shortly thereafter. So the uh, Sports Illustrated uh, released uh, up to, I think, number 11 um, so far. I guess they'll be doing the top 10 uh, tomorrow. But we now know where the rest of the Bulls who are are going to be on this list are listed. And so I figured we'll do this now. I do want to point out here, there are a lot of lists going around. And so, like, some people were confusing Zach Levine's old placement and, and uh, Ball's placement on a Bleacher Report list, whereas we're talking about the Sports Illustrated list. So, uh, just, just I, I saw a couple of comments in which it said that, you know, Lonzo was ranked last year. He wasn't not in the Sports Illustrated. He was ranked in Bleacher Report's list, but not Sports Illustrated. So, we got the rest of the rankings. First up, we got DeMar DeRozan coming in at number 42, dropping from his previous rank of number 39. Now, a player of DeMar's age, even though he had a really good season last year, right? A a player of DeMar's age dropping some makes sense, right? Because as much as I said before, you know, this list is super, super subjective. On top of that, it's less of a where they were exactly last year it's more of kind of like trying to predict in power rankings but DeMar DeRozan still being in the top 50 of players in the NBA so we got DeMar ranked at number 39 now we've talked I've already done the player profile on DeMar DeRozan we all know what he's slated to be able to contribute to this team on paper how much he he eases up in the half court for the Bulls and frees up a lot of the other players to do the thing I also talked about uh Lonzo Ball in that but we know what DeMar is going to bring. At least we think, like I said, I said in the video with DeMar DeRozan, don't be surprised if there is some regression. Um, I know that, you know, regression hits everyone differently. Some people have this steady, slight decline over time. Some players fall off really quickly. And uh, I would just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some decline in DeMar DeRozan, but maybe it doesn't show very much in the statistics just because of where he's going to be slated in and the team he's going to be on he's really moving from being uh hell if not the number one number two option to moving to a team where he's probably in most cases going to be the number three option really when you think about it i really do think well we, we know levine's number one option i also think Vuce is going to be higher than demar Derozan, and you know then DeRozan is going to be there so you know don't be surprised if it declined there but I think that that ranking of 42 is pretty pretty solid, I, I I feel. Now, I know Bulls fans, I know we see red, um, and we're going to get into the Levine's ranking, which I expect there to be some backlash for. But, you know, let's get into Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic, um, who moves up from being ranked number 43 to number 39. Now, this is a nice rise for a player who really hasn't won anything. Like, let's just be clear. Vuce is going to be such a key part in what this team does and i know this is the thing vooch sometimes looks so effortless that it's going to be easy to forget just how consistent he's going to be on the don't be surprised right if with all the accolades and everything like you hear ball's name mentioned you hear patrick williams progression you hear zach levine and then somewhere in there and they're like oh yeah by the way casually vooch average 18 and 10 this year like just just don't be surprised and it's probably going to be more than that but like just don't be surprised if you hear that uh Vooch who I'm going to do a player profile on soon is like I said he's just one of those players that it's easy to point out what he doesn't do and people forget how elite he is at the things he does do and so 
Vooch moving up, it just makes sense. It does like I I I for one I'm happy with his placement here. I you know, honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised to see him rank a bit higher. And and a lot of this, even with him, and a lot of this is gonna apply to Levine too, is that we're seeing those players who maybe put up good numbers, the players that, you know, post good stats, have some weaknesses, in which every player has some weakness, but has weaknesses, but then doesn't really win, hasn't been part of winning. We're starting to see that the way that they're that the commentary in the league and the writers are writing about them is that they really take them for granted. They look at those as empty stats. And, you know, we've always had players in the league like that, but it really seems like it's this I don't know how to word it. It's it's like everyone is finally starting to like decide on how they want to report on these players. And, you know, they're calling them solid players, but I really do, you know, Vooch is a player and we know why we brought him in last season. And now in an improved team, he's gonna he's gonna do wonders for us and, and our offense. So um but yeah, Vooch in there ranked at number 39. And now we get to our franchise player, upcoming free agent Zach Levine, who moves up from number 74. Five in the SI rankings last year in Sports Illustrated to number 29 in the top 30, right? And so if you look at the fact that there are 30 teams in the NBA, we're basically saying that's basically saying that Zach Levine is one of the franchise, it should be a franchise player, which he, he is and he should be. Now, I know Bulls fans and I know the watchers of this channel and I know, I know for a fact, I love you guys. And, you know, I've been watching the comments, even if I, I try to respond, or at least give a like to almost everyone who comments, even if I don't agree with some of your guys' comments. But um, I know you guys are going to disagree with this. I know a lot of Bulls fans are going to disagree with this. And, you know, they're gonna. there's an argument that you can make with Zach being probably being one of the 20 best players in the NBA. Hell, there's even when you count his efficiency, there's absolute reason, I think, to well argument to say that Zach Levine may be one of the 15 best players in the NBA. But this is what it all comes down to. And what we said with Vooch, what I said with Vooch, it comes down to winning. It comes down to winning. And don't be surprised if the Chicago Bulls, by some of our estimations, make it to a top four or five seed. That this ranking that we see Zach Levine in now being ranked number 25, 29, don't be surprised if he's in the top 20 easily next season if this team just wins and he has that same efficiency. Um, and we know the score, well, we expect those scoring numbers to go down because he's on a much better team. So don't be surprised with that if instead of what he averaged, he averages more like 24, 25 points a game. But that efficiency, if that efficiency stays where it is, the Bulls are going to be a tough team like we think they are, and they win. God forbid they 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 win around in the playoffs. Zach Levine on this ranking next year is going to rise and be so much higher than where he is right now that it's going to really, it's going to be funny to see. It's going to be interesting to watch this season and see how the opinion on Zach Levine as far as the way that he's reported on and everything changes over the course of the season the reason why I say that is because you know right now people are you know they they look at Zach as a really solid player they look at, at Zach at, at as a good player and the uh, rightfully so the Bulls best player but there's still some some Zach Levine doubters regardless and that's because you know and here's here's the thing it's not even just his play and the team's play, more nationally televised games. All of that plays a role. God forbid if they, with which they will, I'm speaking positivity, right? Go on a, on a run in the playoffs and they do that on national TV. Listen here, Zach, Zach Levine rising from number 75 to number 29. We're going to be talking next year about Zach Levine rising from number 29 
to number 16 or 15. Just don't be surprised. Um, and so you know, that's where they rank at right now. And then we also had ESPN's rankings came out as well. And on ESPN's ranking, just to give a little uh, bit of comparison there, DeMar DeRozan ranked at number 45, Vucevic ranked at number 39, and Zach Levine ranked at number 33. Three. So those are the rankings. Let me know down below what you guys think about it. Do you think that any of the Bulls players are ranked too low, too high? And also try to, when you answer that, try to answer it. Uh, really try to be as objective as you can. I know we're all huge Bulls fans. I know we're all huge Levine fans, but try to be objective as what you can. And uh, other than just they're stupid, let's 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 have some real conversation about it. We all we're all Bulls fans in these comments. We're all Bulls fans. I'm a Bulls fan. We all know that Zach Levine is an amazing player, but let's have some great conversation about what it is. Just in, you know, that that's what I wanted to to start off this video with. We got a couple of other things I'm going to hit on before we go. First off, uh, well, second off, I guess you say I already talked about the first topic. Uh, the Bulls pick up the options on Kobe White and Patrick Williams. I don't think that that's too no noteworthy per se. That was the writing was on the wall with that. That's going to happen. That was academic at this point. I really do think. Um, so them getting their fourth and third year options respectively just makes sense. We already know I did a, a profile on Kobe White already. I'm going to do one on Patrick Williams soon as well. Um, what those two players are slotted to be, uh, with this team and in this season. So, you know, like I said, just really academic things at that point. The next thing I want to talk about is more speculate speculative than anything else. And that is, uh, Ben Simmons. So Ben Simmons basically does not want to return to Philly. If he had it his way, he would not play another game in Philly. And naturally, us as Bulls fans and in Bulls Nation, there's a lot of talk about what the Bulls can do to possibly get uh, Ben Simmons. And I understand it. This is the thing that I want to have. Like, And, I, and you know, it's easy to say, hey, let's just trade this. Let's just trade that uh, for it. But let, let's really think about what the Bulls, just contract-wise, would need to match it. We're talking about including either Levine, Vooch, DeMar, or Ball. Do you want to give up any of those players for Ben Simmons? That's just what we're looking at as a starting place to be able to just financially to bring in Ben Simmons. Let's, that's not even talking about what else we need to sweeten the pot compared to other deals. The Bulls are not getting Ben Simmons. And if they do, that means that they it won't happen until, I can't remember the date where the Bulls can trade a recently signed player. Um, and, I'm, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't love to see Ben Simmons and Zach Levine play together. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that we, realistically, I don't, see that it, I don't see that happening at all. Not it's not happening. Um, and it's you know, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. We can we can dream all day, and I know everyone tries to bring these two K trades into this. Like it's not happening. But you know, players like John Wall who are on the market, players like Ben Simmons that are on the market. Um, it's gonna make the start of the season really interesting, right? The last time I can't think of the last time like after free agency and everything where a player a player of Ben Simmons uh level got traded before the season started. I really think the last one probably would have been James Harden when he was traded to the Rockets. Um, Cause I believe that happened between, yeah, that, cause that happened after the Rockets signed uh, Lynn and Ashik. Um, and so, yeah, that happened after that. And they brought in, they brought in James Harden. So, you know, we're, it usually gets done, right? It usually gets done as much as like teams try to play hardball to see what deals they can get. Usually when a player requests a trade of this stature, the trade gets done sooner rather than later. So uh, let me know what you guys think on where Ben Simmons may end up. I know this isn't straight up Bulls talk, but 
it's been a lot. I, I, I'm very active in bulls everywhere between Reddit, Facebook groups, uh, Twitter, of course. So I see a lot of conversation happening. And that's just one of the things that I wanted to touch on in this podcast today was the Ben Simmons thing, because I just I just don't see a world in which it happens. But I could be wrong. I've proven wrong. Before. I've been proven wrong before. It remains to be seen. Uh, be on the lookout. So the next video that I will do will be based around Patrick Williams is the next one that I will do. And then uh, Vooch will be after that. And then Zach Levine after that. Um, so be on the lookout for those videos. And then also Media Days coming up. You damn best believe I will have a video up very shortly after that one. Uh, after Bulls Media Day ends. So be on the lookout for that. As always, as a like to end everything on. Go Bulls. Um, oh, make sure you like the video if you liked it. Subscribe to the channel as well just to help us grow. You can send us any email. Feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. All right, now it's time. Go Bulls. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break, Break Media. Break Media.